0: Good evening, grave robbers, and welcome back to the Television Graveyard. We're your TV necromancers, Lara Prince and Noah Houlihan. We've come here tonight to examine the spirits of past television shows, to find out which ones could be resurrected, should be resurrected, and which ones should just stay doomed. This is a podcast in which we will analyze the history, the hype, and the aftermath Shows that ran only one season, or only one episode. With me, as always, is TV's Noah Houlihan.
1: Whoa, whoa, WrestleMania, is this real life. Pump it up, pump it up.
0: So we are doing uh, WrestleMania 37. So now, yeah, this is a
1: surprise have, to all of us. You you may have been like, oh, that didn't
0: win the Patreon poll. And this isn't a <clears> Patreon-exclusive <throat> episode. What's going on <laughs> What yet? is going on? Fact of the matter is...
1: <laughs> WrestleMania was such a train wreck at the beginning that we have to talk about it.
0: Yes, at 8.24 p.m. on night one, we realized we needed to do this episode.
1: Yeah, so I want to say that, like, Overall, I thought there was a lot of good stuff at WrestleMania, but this is the first wrestling, or this is the first WWE event with fans in one year, one month, and one day. Yes. Uh, and it's not the first, it wanted to be. It wanted to be the first, like, event with fans. But AEW. But AEW did that. It. plus it's where the Super Bowl was. Yeah. So it couldn't be, like, the first but it definitely wanted to be. So we want to take a look at the logistics of this show, what it meant to be a fan there, like the problems that it caused. And basically, the Stay Doomed, Stay Tuned will be basically, should this have happened? Fair. <laughs> Was okay. this a good idea? So we're going to break down what happened at two nights of WrestleMania. And even if you're not a wrestling fan, I recommend you stick around for the first at least the first bit of this because we're going to get into some stuff. <laughs> but before we can do that, you know what we got to do? Pour one out. We got to pour one out.
0: All right, what you got there? So, it's orange.
1: It is very orange. So, we saw a brand new creation at WrestleMania this year. We saw the Nigerian drum fight. Okay. So, I've created the Irish rum drink. So I took a vanilla cherry seltzer, okay, and I added some orange Kool-Aid to give it that kind of Irish orange ginger look to it. It also get created like a uh, creamsicle flavor, and then I added banana vodka.
0: That's not that's not rum.
1: Yeah, there is no rum in the drink.
0: Uh, okay.
1: It's uh it's it's very flavorful, but it's a lot.
0: <laughs> Alright, I will take your word
1: for it. Uh what do you got there, Laura? Uh
0: I have a uh, Oh my god, what do you think is gonna happen with that giant jack in the box? Nothing, it's a can of diet cream soda. <laughs> Nothing happens. It's a can of soda, it doesn't even have calories in it.
1: <laughs> it doesn't even have calories. It
0: doesn't even have caffeine.
1: It's, uh, good, it's good
0: cream soda I was going to say It's garbage soda But it's, it,
1: it's quite good Yeah Dr. Brown's Makes some good stuff
0: But it's a uh, I really I don't drink on weeknights And we're recording it On a weeknight
1: Yeah So So yeah This has been A big change In our schedule We will return With music And Jack and Jill In the upcoming weeks Yeah
0: music's already Been recorded
1: Yeah but We have we're to pre-empting. talk about This We're preempting uh, There's been a Rain delay on music So Here's what went down at WrestleMania. We started with an hour-long pre-show.
0: Where no wrestling happened. Because they didn't no want to burn hands. that big first we're back WrestleMania pop
1: actually, we, we on the pre-show. We should actually mention that the first thing that happens is we receive word that the stadium is being evacuated at like 6.15.
0: Yeah, like we due see to a on lightning Twitter. Strike.
1: And someone snaps a picture and it looks like... God is condemning WrestleMania. Like the way the clouds are forming above. uh, Which is weird because I thought
0: they got rid of the rematch clause.
1: Yeah, but no, God was back. He was like. Oh, this is God's big return. This is big return. Big WrestleMania return. So we are. uh, If you don't know, uh, if you're not a wrestling fan, you're super confused. For realsies.
0: You'll be, you won't be less confused after
1: Vince this. McMahon, the owner of the WWE, and his son had a tag team match against Shawn Michaels and God. Yes. That's a real thing that happened. And Vince McMahon won. <laughs> he yes. defeated God in a wrestling match. So anyway, uh, there's a pre-show. And one of the things that they say is they mention that the main event tonight is going to be... For the first time ever, a singles match between two women. It'll be Sasha Banks defending her title against Bianca Belair. Yes. Very excited for this match. And the opening match will be the WWE Championship match where uh, Drew McIntyre will challenge Bobby Lashley. And they say this is Drew's reward for carrying the banner Of the WWE through the pandemic times.
0: Yeah, because they're now calling it like the pandemic era. WWE is talking about it like it is in the past.
1: Yes, very true.
0: I really want to point out that they are acting like pandemic over. You see some masks in the crowd, but not a lot.
1: Yes, that's something I'm going to talk about a little bit more as we get into this. Uh, So, I understand it's like, oh, it's the first time back in front of fans they want that first big pop, that first big reaction, to be Drew McIntyre walking to the ring.
0: Who, who deserves
1: it. Yeah, sounds good. Cat Dad. So?
0: He's a cat, and I just I forget that his gimmick isn't really Cat
1: Dad. No, it's, it's that he's Scottish.
0: Because I just call him Cat Dad? So I, I have already forgotten that's not really his gimmick.
1: WrestleMania then begins at 8 p.m.
0: Yes, on Uh, Peacock.
1: On Peacock, exclusively on Peacock because the WWE Network is now gone and tied into Peacock. We open, we get that first big pop from Vince McMahon. Please welcome the chairman
0: of WWE, Vince McMahon.
1: Who looks rough? He looks very rough. He's got to be close to 80.
0: Yeah, he looks he looked a little uncanny valley.
1: Yeah, like you you brought up a picture of the Joker?
0: The Jack Nicholson Joker when he's wearing like the flesh tone makeup?
1: Yeah, that's That's what he looks. He's 75. He's 75 years old. Uh and he doesn't look a day under 75 years old. <laughs>
0: he he looks very difficult to peg age-wise because he has that like vaguely botched work done look.
1: He's got that like plasticky sheen to him.
0: Yeah, like the he's had work done but maybe not like the best work.
1: Yeah. It's it's a very interesting situation. I
0: I find that look to be very um very sad in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. just because it it's. Uh, I have nothing against cosmetic surgery at all. Yeah, but it is always a little sad when you kind of see that like it's gone badly.
1: Yeah, it didn't work out. Uh, so, okay, Drew McIntyre didn't get the first pop. No, we then get American the Beautiful played by BB Rexa. By BB Rexa, who I'm not familiar with.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think. I, I know who she is, and I'm trying to think of what her, like, B.B. Rexa songs is,
1: like an autofill.
0: She's a major songwriter, but I don't know a lot of what
1: she's is. Is she done. country? I feel like she's country. No. No. Okay. No, I'm she's a on. pop
0: star. Okay. Uh, she's just kind of not, like, in my... Oh, she has songwriting credits on Eminem's sing- sing- eh, single, The Monster, and has contributed songwriting to songs recorded by Selena Gomez and Nick Jonas. Okay. So she's kind of like Jessie J, where I think she's written more famous songs than she's performed. Okay. But she does America the Beautiful, and she does fine. And it's fine. Yeah. Uh, she's wearing the most deep V cat suit, and all I can think of is, like, there's a lot of fashion tape happening
1: right yes, now. Yes, a whole lot of fashion tape is happening.
0: She looks great. She sounds good. Uh, Yeah,
1: it's a a good rendition of America the Beautiful. We then get this video She's singing
0: live and it's good, which is not always the case. Yes, and
1: someone is playing guitar live. Yes. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, But then we get this video package of like, Welcome to WrestleMania, it's pirate themed this year. But it's the same one from last year. It's recycled. Yeah, because there's so much Charlotte Flair or Miss not appearing in this film. Yes. uh, In this package. And the the bit is that it's bad.
0: Yeah, it starts off with like a valiant yes. sounding voice, right? Talking like badly done copy. Yes, of like heroes looking ridiculously heroic.
1: Yes, in the history of history.
0: And then a Jack Sparrow esque voice breaks in and starts to be like, "Ah, oh, mate, we've got to do. I'm gonna do this." And so he does like a Jack Sparrow ripoff gimmick. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very weird.
1: Yes. Uh, but finally, after this is over, we are now nine minutes and eight seconds into WrestleMania when we go to ringside with Byron Saxton, Michael Cole, and Samoa Joe, where they welcome us to a rain delay. For the first time in one year, one month, and one day, we welcome the WWE Universe Live. You are looking live at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay as we welcome you to the greatest Spectacle in live entertainment. This is WrestleMania. Michael Cole, Byron Saxon, Samoa Joe, but we regret to inform you at this point in time that we are being told that we're going to we'll have to pause for a weather delay here in Tampa Bay. Joe, you're a Tampa Bay native. You understand that this is the lightning capital of the world. Yes.
0: And Saxton, it must be said, his mic is broken.
1: His mic is not working, and
0: so he's just like kind of waving, because he's standing there at this point. The well they're
1: not standing p- yet. Oh, they're just kind of sitting there, and you hear Michael Cole say, "Welcome to WrestleMania. We've just been informed that there is a rain delay due to a nearby lightning strike."
0: Yes, because I looked this up. The way it yes. works in Florida is, if there is a lightning strike within ten miles, it must be cleared for twenty minutes. Yes. Now, if the you make it to nineteen and there's a lightning strike counter-resets. Right. And this is also how it works at Disney World.
1: That makes sense.
0: Uh, For certain things that close when lightning comes.
1: So we've just had Vince McMahon welcome us, America the Beautiful, with everyone standing on the ramp for America the Beautiful in gear, including people we will not see, like Otis and Jinder Mahal.
0: Do you know why that is? No. Uh, That is often the day they are scanned for the video game.
1: Oh, that makes sense. Because it's
0: when everybody is there. Okay. And it's also when you can kind of like put down roots for a few days. Right. So they can bring the people in and kind of like, you're scanned when there's time to scan you. That's why they're often
1: doing that. Okay. That makes sense.
0: I learned that today.
1: Interesting. So after all this hype, not only like we cut to Michael Cole telling us there's a rain delay and you can hear over the speakers, the fans in attendance being told. Yes. So the fans are ready to go live, and then you see the lights come up, and everyone just kind of shrug. And they have to leave.
0: They have to go to the um, the concourse, which is sheltered.
1: Yes. So
0: after all... Oh, there's a great classist announcement that you hear of, like... Ladies and gentlemen,
1: may we have your attention, please. Please be advised that severe weather, including lightning, is within the immediate vicinity of Raymond James oh. Stadium this time. You We're gotta are asking be- that all fans seek shelter on the covered concourse nearest your seats. Oh, you got oh, to be kidding me. Oh, come on, weather. ...or proceed to the nearest concourse around. Oh, yeah. You oh. are seated on floor. Oh way through the Tunnel C and D. If you are sitting oh. in the 100 level, hey, please proceed up to the main concourse and ramps. If you're in the lower oh, 200 level seats, please okay, walk downstairs so to, to the main go down. concourse and ramps. If you're in the upper 300 level seats, please walk down the stairs to the upper concourse right. and
0: ramps. So, like, if you, ha- mm. if you had money and you were in, like, the nice seats, yeah. you could just go into your sheltered club and not deal with the, you know, the weather.
1: So... They now have to stall for 20 minutes. Okay. So they're just kind of... And you can tell that they are stalling. Yes. Because they're they're so panicked and they're talking so fast. It's one of those things where if you feel like if you talk faster, time will go by faster. Yeah. And like Michael Cole starts cutting people off. It's like you're stretching. Like let them talk as much as you want. We then cut backstage. There's just terror. Yeah. We cut backstage and Shane McMahon is standing there with a girl I had never seen before. Sarah Shriver. Sarah Shriver. And you could tell Sarah Shriver doesn't know what to say. So she's like, so tonight you're facing Braun Strowman in a cage match. What do you think about that? Shane McMahon is battling Braun Strowman. Yes. And the whole reason that they're having a fight is they're trying to make the pun that it's Braun versus Brains. So, sh-
0: like, Shane needs to be smart, witty, quick, yes. erudite.
1: Beca- he is because none of those Braun things. is stupid. This is what happens in this promo. Did you, did you write it down verbatim? Not verbra- verbatim, but here, here are the main points. Shane says... Yes, it's been interesting. You seem to have been poking fun, calling him, kind of like one may say, bullying. Bullying I'm- what? Because I called him what? Dumb? What I means stupid? You know, or I was inferring that fact. Actually, I have to hand it to Braun a little bit. It wasn't really that stupid to have a steel cage match because it's much more limiting for me. It's like, well, all right, so you've immediately called Braun smart. <laughs> Weird. She then asks him uh, Braun is one of the biggest superstars we have. Don't you think you should pick on someone your own size? and shane says you know do you think you should pick on someone more your size uh well that'd probably be a little wiser on my part but you know which means he just called himself stupid with we had to stretch (laughs) and in the first two minutes shane has (laughs) destroyed his own match yep unbelievable to the point that Bobby Lashley just shoves him. Yeah. And he's like, I'm, I'm doing a promo now because you don't know what you're doing. And
0: Bobby Lashley attempts to rescue the Tay. Yeah. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, to the point where you almost think, like, somebody saw it and went, like, Bobby, run.
1: Yeah. Like, we have to stop Shane from talking.
0: Like, Bobby was the next person that was, like... The next closest person was like, run before he keeps talking.
1: <laughs> He's going to keep talking. So Bobby and MVP show up and they start kind of cutting this promo about how they're going to retain. Yeah. And then Cat Dad rolls up. Yeah, Cat Dad. And they start screaming and they just are like, let's do it. I'm done waiting. Let's do it. And I'm sitting there like, that. those are not the words to say when you know there is more waiting coming. (laughs) And McIntyre says, uh, get me a referee, we'll do it back here. And I was wondering if that was ever actually on the table. Oh, I have no idea. (laughs) I mean, there's no way we could ever find that out unless somebody leaked
0: it. We'll never know. We'll know in next year when they put out the WrestleMania documentary.
1: Yeah, the, the 24 on this WrestleMania is going to be great. But when he says that, and then she tries to ask McIntyre a question. And McIntyre goes, get on the other side of me. I don't want to turn my back to him. And she was like, oh, good point. And then she gets in there. And like, after that, what are your thoughts? And McIntyre Has no idea what to say. He has the problem. So he just keeps going, I'm not going to lose it. I'm not going to lose it. I'm not going to lose it. Gah. (laughs) He makes that noise. Gah. Gah. And then she pulls the mic away. And he goes, please, I just need a moment. (laughs) I'm not going to lose it right now. Drew, Last year. Please. I I need a moment. I was like, "Oh, they're in shambles." Yeah, they have no idea what's going on. They really don't. We we are we then hit the fourteen minutes and thirty seconds into WrestleMania, and Drew says the time for talking is over. Not true. <laughs> there will be so much more talking. We got more
0: talking, gang.
1: Uh, Who
0: is next?
1: Next, well, we cut back to, like, the pre-show people and the the uh, announcers.
0: Who are, like, clearly annoyed their back. Yeah,
1: they're just like, I, I don't know. What, what do you want from us? Then they cut to Kevin Patrick. This is the first time he's appeared on camera.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and like, it's
1: WrestleMania and there's no script. And it's
0: also, like, this garbage fire, WrestleMania.
1: And here come the New Day. Yeah. It,
0: it's Woods and... Who are exactly who I would want to see if I was Kevin. Because I'm like, oh, they can can just do
1: this. They're going to just carry this whole thing. And they come out and they're starting to do their baby thing. And they're holding the titles up. And it's great. And uh, (laughs) Kevin Patrick asks Woods, are you worried about the size of Omos? Who they're facing uh, along with AJ Styles tonight. And Xavier Wood, I love this line. He says, No, I'm not worried because we've always been this height. (laughs) Our entire wrestling career, there have been people taller than us. All right. We're going to go in there and do what we do because we're the best tag team. Their match would express the exact opposite thoughts (laughs) that Wood said in this promo. Yeah. Yeah. So, everyone's pretty much striking out.
0: And then I think we throw to Sarah Shriver and Kevin Owens at this point.
1: Am I wrong? Uh, I, no, next we have uh, Braun Strowman. Oh, okay. And Braun, all that Braun Strowman says, and this is at 20 minutes and 30 seconds into WrestleMania now, is let's go. I'm, I'm ready to go. Let's go. I want to do this. I just want to get in that ring and wrestle. Let's go. You need to stop saying that when you're stalling.
0: Yeah, look, I, I kind of get the, the... I think what they think they're doing is keeping everybody revved up, mm. but instead they're just hanging a giant sign going, sure are stalling.
1: Yes. Uh. Oh, we also forgot that at... We're, we're tw- 19 minutes and 50 seconds in when Cole calls it Wrestle-rania. Well, we could call this Wrestle-rania. Okay, know. I'm not going to uh, co-sign that. But uh, Nonetheless, let's go backstage. Sarah yeah, Shriver Sarah, and uh, Braun Strowman. Michael. Yeah, they're
0: in the pouring rain. Saxton is gone.
1: Yeah, well, no, Saxton's here for this because oh. not even Saxton goes along with that line.
0: Oh, that's right. Saxton. They're just like,
1: no, Michael. <laughs> yeah,
0: Saxton looks at him
1: like he's the stupid... And I love when
0: Byron Saxton gets to look at someone else like they're <laughs> dumb. Because usually his characters that he's always getting yeah. clowned on.
1: His entire job is to be the millhouse of the commentary team. And he was just like, Michael. Strowman. Michael. Like, the <laughs> disappointment in Byron Saxton's voice <laughs> when Michael Cole said WrestleRania.
0: Yeah, and Samoa Joe is just like, no.
1: Braun also says in his promo, when I'm done... You're going to pray that Shane McMahon ever breathes another breath. And then she goes... No one makes me bleed my own blood. (laughs) No, but she then goes, thank you, Braun. In a way that sounds like, please murder him. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to see me stand over a corpse tonight at the end of this all, and you're going to pray that Shane McMahon even takes another breath when I'm done with him. Thanks so much, Bron. <laughs> like, thank you. I appreciate you ending the life of Shane McMahon for
0: us. You're doing great. You're doing great, sweetie.
1: This is when we then go to Kevin Owens.
0: <laughs> this is um, this is Kevin Patrick and Kevin Owens.
1: Yes, and Owens just goes, "Let me grab that microphone from you. I'll I'll take it from here."
0: And he starts a great
1: promo. Kevin Owens is the only person that knows how to do this. Where yeah, it's like. Just like Just give me a microphone. I'll fill as much time as you want.
0: And I think it's because Kevin was a great talker on the indies. Exactly. And, like, if you've been an indie wrestler. You've been on a show where you've had to stall.
1: Oh, absolutely. You've
0: been in a show that's a trash fire. <laughs> yeah,
1: that like, starts 40 minutes late.
0: For Kevin Owens, this is homecoming. Like, exactly. This is, oh, I can do this.
1: And he cuts this great promo about his match with Sami Zayn and about how they've been wrestling each other for years. Yeah. To the point where now it's going to be settled at WrestleMania.
0: They've wrestled in gyms. They've wrestled in... Yeah.
1: All over the country. He names yeah. all the countries they've gone through. And... One, it should be pointed out, they're not wrestling tonight. No, they're on night two. (laughs) They will be wrestling in night two. And as I'm tweeting, Kevin Owens is the greatest. And this is evidence right here. The sound cuts off and makes just a terrible noise.
0: Yeah, It sounds like an evacuation alarm goes off.
1: (laughs) Yeah. No two people were told that we would never make it to the show than us. And tomorrow night, we get to do it. One more time, one-on-one at Wrestlemania.
0: In the middle of his promo, and you're just like, oh, no. And this is when I turn to you and go, oh, we've got to do a Stay Doomed on this.
1: Yeah, this is the moment where we're like, we have to keep going. Uh, We cut back. This is when Byron is gone.
0: And Cole and Samoa Joe are in the saddest... The sad we talked about Disney Parks on our yeah. last Patreon episode. You ever been to Disney Parks when it rains and you see the whole family's the sad ponchos?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Picture Samoa Joe in the sad poncho. <laughs> yeah. Like for some reason, Michael Cole, like you're like, yeah, that's a natural look. But Samoa Joe in the sad poncho is just hilarious. Yeah. Cause he looks so annoyed at his lot in life. Uh
1: so <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> Cole says, "At 23 minutes and 54 seconds into WrestleMania, we are less than five minutes away from starting." Yes. This is a lie.
0: Yeah, I have timestamps everything after this now, <laughs> um, because this is once we made the decision to do mm-hmm. this, uh, I, I started writing down times, mm-hmm. and then we Sarah has Bianca Belair. Yes. And Bianca yeah. Belair does a promo. Now, I know this sounds like we're only half an hour in and like a million promos have happened. This is all light speed.
1: Yeah, nobody knows what's happening. Because
0: nobody... You're trying to give like a speech with no prep. And unless you're Kevin Owens, that's not necessarily in your skill set. And everyone's just trying to like... You get the impression that Sarah and Kevin are running around backstage with a cameraman. Just trying to like trap whoever Mm. is unfortunate enough to be walking nearby. Yes.
1: Uh, during this part, uh, a man in the upper seats starts... Oh, because this is something I want to point out. The first time we see the the commentary team, we see all these people. The second time we see them, the bottom row is empty, like the bottom layer. But then up like in seating, it still looks full because half of it, more than half of it, Is cardboard cutouts. Because that's kind of how they're doing distancing. Is they're putting these cutouts in seats so that you're like blocked off. Yeah. Uh, A man refuses to leave and starts destroying the cardboard cutouts. And he is ejected and doesn't get to see WrestleMania now.
0: That's insane.
1: Insane. Absolutely insane. I saw a video of it. It's nuts. We think it's Seth. We're 26 minutes in and we get Seth.
0: Seth Rollins has the same gleeful, manic troll energy that I have at this point in the evening. He is having a ball.
1: I mean, I never connected more with Seth Rollins than I did at this moment. Because this is how I am. Yes. Like, when I'm part of something and, like, it's already clear it's going to be a disaster, I'm all in. I'm like, yes, yes. Because once I know it's a disaster, I can do nothing but make it better. Right. Because it's already doomed, so it's just like, yeah, let's keep going. Let's go to Tim Hortons. Yeah, whatever. Like that's that's totally my mindset, and that's totally his energy. Yes. Uh, And he shows up.
0: This literally can't be worse.
1: And he's just like, "What's going on, Mike?" It's like, "My name's Kevin. Whatever, Mike." (laughs) And he mispronounces uh, Cesaro's name with a stutter, but then just rolls with it. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to beat Cesaro. Z- 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 Cesaro. That's his name now. We don't have to go there. We can talk about all things WrestleMania. You have to bring up Cesaro. Z- z-
0: yeah, like Seth Rollins is definitely the second best at rolling with this very weird punch after Kevin Owens. of just like... He goes on for, it feels like a really long time. It's probably only 30 seconds, (laughs) but it it feels really long. But also just like that, uh, the energy of a middle school sleepover at (laughs) 3am when someone decides the word tub is funny. Yeah. (laughs) Like that energy of like, when you just say a word and like, you can't stop laughing at this one specific mundane word. That is where he is. So then uh, Sarah Shriver talks to Miz and Morrison. And then I point out that it is 8.29 p.m. And it is five minutes since Michael Cole has told... Oh, the Bianca promo, the Seth promo, and Miz and Morrison are all within five minutes of real time. Yep. <laughs> so at 8.29, they shoot back to Kayla. Mm-hmm. And Kayla straight up says, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, She goes, oh, okay, things are getting started. And so it goes to the, like, the then, now, forever video Yes, some sort
1: of video package.
0: And we realize Kayla Braxton's mic is still live. Fortunately, she doesn't say anything terrible. Yeah. But we do hear her go, stand by.
1: Yeah. Are are we starting? We are standing by. Uh,
0: And then we get the uh, video package for McIntyre and Lashley.
1: Yes. Uh, So, like, after all this, we got, like, people coming back in. We are now... 34 minutes into WrestleMania. And it's time for that big pop. Out comes the host of WrestleMania, Titus O'Neil. And this is something I want to bring up. Because when Titus comes out, he kind of like flexes and stuff. And for a brief moment, he walks by a light. Mm -hmm. And you can see that it is pouring.
0: Yes. And like, as he goes on, you can see that Titus's suit is just getting... Soaked. Yeah, like... This is torrential rain.
1: It's this, a nice suit. But This also shows that WWE doesn't know what they're doing. Anytime there's a rain delay in, like, baseball, you always shoot the lights so you can show the people at home that it's raining. They never do that.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of things that you could be like, and they're doing this in the rain. Unfortunately, we'll be reminded of the rain a few times tonight. Never good ways.
1: No, but like... When there's a delay, like with baseball, because they don't play baseball in the rain. They play football in the rain, but they don't play baseball. You always show the lights to show that it's raining because if you tuned in at that moment, what's going on? Yeah. If you tune in and you see rain, you're like, oh, I guess it's a rain delay. Yeah. Like the fact that they don't have that little bit of knowledge shows how unprepared they are for this moment.
0: Yeah. And like Titus O'Neil gets a hero's welcome I believe he's from Florida? Yes. Because he, uh, Florida Gators, like, mm-hmm. so he's, you know, a hometown hero, happy to be there, mm-hmm. and the audience is happy to see him. Yes. Unfortunately.
1: Yes, he is joined by the other co-host of WrestleMania, also the hometown boy, Hulk Hogan,
0: who they boo. Almost like he's super racist.
1: I was so thrilled, and it was Well, let me tell you something, Titus! You know something, brother? We're gonna make history tonight! It was crazy because you heard them cheer Titus and then you heard them boo Hogan. And I was like, wait a minute, are they booing Hogan? Then Titus would talk and then you would hear cheers. And then Hogan would talk, and you would hear boos, and then fake cheers layered yeah. over top of it. And I was, I
0: like, was saying worms.
1: Oh, they're sweetening the crowd already.
0: I was saying Boutista.
1: Uh, so, uh, we are now 34 minutes in. That first pop that was supposed to go to McIntyre is now the fifth pop. Yeah. Uh, and then a giant skeleton attacks the
0: stadium what in the ray harryhausen is happening here and this like gigantic skeleton hologram (laughs) with this weirdly like compensatory cutlass yeah uh i saw a lot of jokes about this guy uh that he was the 20 foot home depot skeleton that went viral last year uh somebody going like oh man they're still still getting some use (laughs) at it some
1: use I mean, like, the other one I keep seeing is uh, Donkey Kong. Because it looks like the ghost skeleton that oh, changes yeah, saw uh, the minecart level. Oh, my God. Because
0: Matthew did that, right? Yeah.
1: God damn oh, it. Oh,
0: I can't wait for the botchamania on this. So,
1: we are then
0: 39 minutes in. 8.39. McIntyre's music hits. <laughs> Drew McIntyre comes out. Get it, cat dad. I love you.
1: And he's got a giant... <laughs> Metal sword that he immediately points to the sky. Which I don't catch.
0: And then like I'm on Twitter and somebody's like, they should probably have told him not to do that. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Like that would have been some real Highlander quickening shit right
1: there. But but I want to bring this up because I, I went back and I got all the times. The rain delay is announced at 9.08. 8.08. No, no, no. 9.08 into the broadcast. Okay, nine
0: minutes. Okay, Nine
1: minutes and eight seconds into the broadcast. 39 minutes into the broadcast, Drew McIntyre is on stage. Yeah. There's no way they waited the full 20 minutes. No? I mean, unless the announcement actually, or they started the evacuation before we went to Cole. Yeah. uh, They're like, I know it's eight seconds, that they're only eight seconds off. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're supposed to wait 20 minutes before you allow them to go back to their seats.
0: Well, yeah, I think there's that element of, yeah, you know what? Looking at this, at 8.24, we realize we have to cover it because it's been a shit show at that yeah. point. So, and at 8.34, Titus O'Neill's entrance. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't see how they could have gotten everybody in and out unless they were, you know, they got really lucky and it was exactly 20 minutes and 20 minutes starts from the last lightning strike, which I think is what it does. So probably everyone wasn't entirely...
1: What I'm saying is, based off of the timestamps of the show, the delay, the rain delay is almost exactly 20 minutes from where we see the announcement of it to Drew McIntyre's entrance which means if they had to wait 20 minutes before they're allowed to go back to their seats there's no way they did yeah Uh, yeah so (laughs) Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley finally happens the pop for Drew McIntyre not that great
0: no (laughs) it's
1: a shame uh he walks around the ring and you see that the commentary team is standing in front of the table because their chairs are soaked and they don't want to sit down. Yeah. Bobby then makes his way to the ring. Do you know what Bobby's pyro is? No. Bolts of lightning. <laughs> whoa,
0: whoa. So he comes out and he... Oh, plays. actually, I have a note that the pyro was a little too close to Lashley. <laughs>
1: Oh, yes. And the
0: crowd. Like, I'm very... when Like, during Lashley's entrance, I'm like... Because we, we mistake it for a flash of lightning at first. Yeah. Because he enters and you and I go, oh, no. <laughs> because it looks like a flash of lightning.
1: So, he comes out with the title and we're, we're finally going to get to talking about wrestling. Yes. Uh, the, the parts I want to bring up is they battle outside the ring... Mm -hmm. And they're throwing each other into the barricade. And there's a moment where you can see a fan. And it almost looks like he's upset that Bobby Lashley is so close to him without a mask on.
0: (laughs) Which is like energy I I would add.
1: Oh, I get that. (laughs) They then like battle close to commentary and you can see the floor is soaked.
0: Yeah. And it, because there's a point when McIntyre does a dive. And Lashley's unable to like catch him because I mm-hmm. it kind of looks like Lashley might have slipped.
1: Yes, uh, basically Drew or Lashley and his manager MVP are on the uh, outside of the ring. Drew runs off the ropes, jumps over the top rope, and does a flip. Yeah. In which neither of them catch them, so he just kind of like bumps into them. Everybody falls over. He lands flat on the back yeah. on the mats, and then they show a replay where you can see. The Drew McIntyre does not clear the top rope yeah. when he jumps because he catches his dick.
0: What? Oh yeah.
1: no! You can just see he's just about to go over it, and then his dick catches it. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Might have been the thing that rotated him. To be honest, I didn't see that one coming. Oh, uh, it's it's a mess. It's a mess.
0: I thought you were going to tell me he slipped.
1: No. His <laughs> dick totally catches the top rope.
0: Oh, yikes.
1: Uh, so the the story of this match is basically Drew cannot put McIntyre or McIntyre cannot put Lashley away. He's hitting like the, the future shock DDT, which is old fi- finisher. But he also cannot successfully hit the Claymore. If he could hit the Claymore kick, he could probably put Lashley away. But every time he goes for it, Lashley has a counter for it. Yeah, this is great storytelling.
0: Yeah, like, because for some reason, this is underdone in wrestling. Where like, McIntyre has a tell, like a clearly telegraphed finisher. Mm-hmm. Lashley, unlike a lot of opponents, is smart enough to go like, if he starts counting down from three, he's gonna kick me.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna step out of the way.
0: I'm gonna not be kicked.
1: Uh, He's about to hit the Claymore kick towards the end of the match. He's distracted for a moment by MVP. Lashley's able to lock him in the hurt lock. And Drew McIntyre passes out. So the bad guy, the heel, Lashley, retains his title in the first match back. After one year, one month, and one day. We end our first match with booze. Yeah. Very interesting choice. And like... As a fan of wrestling, like I was very shocked by it and like interested in that decision, but it's a weird choice.
0: Yeah. So then our next match is oh well we have a a, a little vignette. Uh, my next note is damn it, cat dad, I loved you. Um. Then we have a little vignette where Bailey, who is a women's champ, a former women's champion, who they have found nowhere to put in the card. Mm-hmm. So her thing right now is that she's just bothering people. Yeah. She is considering herself the host of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And so she like bothers NWO and Titus O'Neill. She tries just to two sweet everyone and they diss her. Except for X-Pac,
1: who's like Yeah, I'm into this.
0: Who's like, yay, big fan, Bailey. It it's so transparent they couldn't quite figure out what to do with Bailey. Mm-hmm. Which is strange because she was a title holder for a lot of the previous year.
1: She's one of the longest running women's champion.
0: Yeah, like, she's fantastic. She really kind of won me over with her heel turn. I thought she was going to be terrible as a heel.
1: Yeah, and she found her voice. It was really good.
0: Her ding-dong hello, It. I don't know if she means to be imitating Oh Hello, the John Mulaney-Nick Kroll thing. <laughs> yeah. But it looks and sounds like it. Uh, and then we get an ad for WWE's NFTs and the site doesn't work because you and I both try to go on the show. Yeah, site. we're like, oh, let's buy an NFT. It'll be funny. Uh, oh, I was never going to buy one. They're terrible for the environment. I know. It's a joke. I wanted to see what they were doing, though.
1: Yeah. Uh, we ended up, like, it didn't work. We eventually got it to work and they were selling two NFTs. One was for $100,000. The other was for $12,000. I believe they're still up because it's an auction. Uh, So let me just take a gander at that and see how much that has gone for here. Uh, It appears that they have sold out. uh, The one that was originally $12,000 eventually sold for $30,000. If you don't know what an NFT is, don't worry. Nobody really understands it. It's cryptocurrency GIFs.
0: Yeah. It's just like... Well, it's not always a GIF. Sometimes it's just a still picture. Yeah. I know the the annoying Orange tried to do one, and it turns out uh, you could easily save the video as... Yeah. Like, there was something wrong with the site, and it was very easy to replicate it, and... Can I do that? I'm
1: I'm going to try it right now. Save as. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's right there. Yeah, I have no
0: idea. And... And uh, if you're listening, I don't care. Don't yeah, don't, please
1: me. don't explain it to us. Um, uh,
0: so then at 908, we have the Tag Team Turmoil match. Mm-hmm. And we start with Naomi and Lana. I They still don't know what to do with Lana.
1: No, they don't know what to do with Lana. Naomi
0: has an amazing gimmick, the amazing entrance. She's always cool. I love Naomi's amazing. I have... And, like, the fact that Naomi's from, I believe, Orlando. Yes. uh, And so she's... Tampa's only an hour from Orlando. Mm -hmm. Like, I know we think of Florida as big, but they're only about an hour apart. Uh, Naomi deserves better from this. Yeah,
1: Yeah, they're the first one eliminated. They're eliminated by... uh, But Lana
0: comes in in, like, Naomi's hand-me-downs. Yeah. Like, Lana doesn't... Whenever Lana's in a tag team, she just kind of, like... Quietly assumes the personality of whoever she's with.
1: Yeah, make that her character. Make her uh, Tallulah Dent, where she just cosplays as the person that she's with. Like, that would explain why she's not really Russian.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, I was just.
1: Yeah, I was with Rusev, so I was Russian.
0: (laughs) I mean, she's all. Because she was like a white snake groupie looking type when she was with With Dolph. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like, she kind of just picks up the personality of whoever she's with or she's like a meek shrinking violet character yeah so she's you know in the feel the glow club right now so she's wearing like a cool pink fur coat but it does straight up look like naomi's hand-me-downs yeah uh naomi does her cool slide which i get the impression lana cannot do cannot do or she didn't do it on the ramp but we thought that might have been because the ramp was dangerous to do it on Mm mm-hmm and then uh, Billy Kay and Carmella, and I, I like Carmella. Mm-hmm. I hate Corey Graves and commentary. When oh Carmella my god, comes in. it's the worst. He's st- like, and I believe they're dating in real life, yes. which is cool and all. But like, just
1: keep that at home. Like, it doesn't sound like they're dating. It sounds like they're boning. Like, it's not oh, fun.
0: No, it doesn't sound like they're dating or involved on commentary. It sounds like Corey is creepily obsessed. With yeah. Because <laughs> like Carmela never gives Corey the time of day on commentary. Yeah, or that's anything. a good point. And Billy Kay, I love the Iconics. I miss them being a team. And Billy Kay has really found a lot of things. Uh, Billy Kay made a spot for herself, and mm-hmm. I respect the crap out of that. Yeah. My headshot and resume.
1: So. Uh... Like she
0: ran with a very very. Dumb thing And just was like I'm gonna make this work
1: Yes Uh, Naomi and Lana Are defeated by uh, Carmella and uh, Billy Kay Yep People's caring towards this match Drops a little bit Yeah Uh, Then I believe The next ones out Were the Riot Squad Yes The Riot Squad comes out Liv Morgan is dressed As like Harley Quinn Ruby Riot is dressed As the Joker Yeah I love it I love the Riot Squad Uh they are able. I
0: hate them because they were mean to Billy Kay.
1: They were mean to Billy Kay, and I
0: love Billy Kay.
1: But Ruby Riot was nice to me. Yeah, she so. was nice to you personally. <laughs> yes. So I love the Riot Squad, and uh, Liv Morgan's from Joyzi. So. Uh,
0: okay, well, Liv Morgan's okay then, I guess.
1: <coughs> Pardon me. So they were able to uh, defeat Billy Kay and Carmella. So now the Riot Squad looks like they're going to win this, and then out comes. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke.
0: Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, they, they're they in matching gear, which yes. is unusual for a tag team to have matching. Most yeah. of the time they're in corresponding gear.
1: Yeah, they're in identical gear and identical hair and identical face.
0: And like, it's that hot pink. It, the look is Barbie. Yes. I think I may have owned a Barbie in this outfit in the early
1: 90s. Yeah. Exactly. The only way I can tell them apart is Mandy Rose is the one who fell on the ramp.
0: And I didn't want to laugh. Oh, I did. But if you watch that, I, I can't... I just... I watched Dana Brooke, who has no idea. She has no... She's currently flexing.
1: She and Mandy flexes. Rose is just like,
0: no! And then Dana Brooke just struts down the ramp like nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. And it's funny every time. Yes.
1: Uh, they go on to have a sloppy match with the Riot Squad uh, before losing. Uh, and then. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that's the fourth team. So then the fifth team is. Tamina Natal- and Natalia. Yes, they would then go on to continue to have a real sloppy match that uh, Tamina and Natalia end up winning. So that means at night two, we will see Tamina and Natalia versus Nia Jax and. Sh- Shayna Baszler, heel team versus heel team.
0: Now, what I, when we say this has been sloppy, everything about this is sloppy. The ring announcing is sloppy. There's a point where the ring oh, announcer right. mistakenly announces that the Riot Squad's been eliminated.
1: Yeah. The, the Riot Squad has been eliminated. No, I believe that was it an error. By our, it, r- it, it was an error. The, the, the Riot Squad is the team who actually won this match. Correction, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke campaign eliminated. Indeed, the Riot Squad. And I, I immediately go, I have a really bad feeling about the Riot Squad winning this match now. Yeah. Because <laughs> he it very was... confidently said that they just lost.
0: Yeah, so like that's spoiled.
1: Yeah, this match is, is not good.
0: And then we get to uh, one of my favorite matches of the year. Mm. And if it would be my match of the night. On another night. Yes. Uh, this is Seth Rollins and Cesaro. Cesaro. And I love Cesaro. I yes. I own a Cesaro shirt. Yes. Uh, and I do not own a lot of wrestling shirts. Uh, the only ones I own are Cesaro, The New Day, and Freddie Mercurio. And Dolph. I think I don't you, have that you anymore.
1: You used to own it, at least. Yes,
0: yeah, I don't think I have that one anymore. Uh,
1: so we start out with Seth Rollins coming to the ring, and it says, burn it down. And (laughs) six things of fire go off, and then two things that you shoot lighter fluid up in the air go off because it's raining. And then the entire, like, ramp is supposed to be lit with these, like, fire sticks, but half of them are out because it's raining. Yeah. Uh, so they go to, the, he goes to the ring. Cesaro then comes out. Uh, they have a fantastic wrestling match. Oh
0: my God.
1: It, it's absolutely incredible. Um, for those who, of you who don't know, uh, and it bummed me out cause he actually did this move last year Yeah. and nobody knew what it was. Like all the, like the wrestling pundits were like, he did some sort of weird airplane spin. No, no, no. He did. The UFO, which is a move where he puts Seth Rollins up on his shoulders and spins and then lets go and uses the centrifugal force to keep him against his neck to keep spinning. It's uh, called the UFO because it's very rarely seen. Yeah, he's... His words.
0: He is an insanely strong person. Yeah. Uh, And... Currently, uh, one of his big moves is that he's the King of Swing. Yes. Uh, No matter what, because they'll call him the Swiss Superman if he's a babyface, the Swiss Cyborg if he's a heel. If he's evil. (laughs) I believe they're still calling him the Swiss Cyborg, even though he's currently a babyface. Yeah. But he picks you up by the ankles and swings you around in a circle. and And some people take it better than others. I will say Seth Rollins takes it. In the most hilarious possible way. He
1: is the best at it. Uh, There's one time where Cesaro on SmackDown swung Seth out of his jacket. (laughs) He was wearing a jacket and just spun him so much that it flew off. It's incredible. Uh, He ends up spinning uh, Seth 25 times. uh, A new record. Yeah. Even though he did it 100 times on Jakara. And uh, big win. This is his first solo or singles match in WrestleMania history. Yeah, this
0: is a big feel-good yeah. moment.
1: Cesaro breaks into tears. Great. It's, mm-hmm. great. it's great. It's great. It's
0: great. The internet takes it great. Mm-hmm. Like, the internet... We're, we're going to see a few things that are very rare this evening, and it's the internet all being happy about certain things. Yes. This is one of those things. Everyone is thrilled to see Cesaro get this big mania win. Mm-hmm. And in such a showcase. Yeah. And then uh, we have another like little inter, like intercut thing with Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode.
1: Yes, for no reason.
0: And I, I just have that moment because Dolph Ziggler is wearing these little rhinestones in his hair.
1: Yeah, he looks like King Koopa.
0: I was gonna say he looks like a girl who shopped at Afterthoughts in nineteen ninety nine. Where are my girls who shopped at Claire's? Where are my girls who shopped at Afterthoughts?
1: That is literally the same thing that I just said. King Koopa.
0: <laughs> I never looked like King Koopa. No! Cause he's this- he has his blonde hair in this like half-up do with the rhinestones. I went to my dinner dance looking like that. Like. Uh, so then we get the raw tag team match. And I love this because Big E comes out. Mm -hmm. And he does the WrestleMania, Don't You Dare Be Sour. And he plays in Kofi and Xavier.
1: Yes, so they are still a unit despite being on different shows. Uh, The New Day come out in uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers gear, except it's a unicorn.
0: In the Uh, flag, yeah. And the
1: butts say 2020, crossed out. (laughs) And then they say 2021.
0: Which, they were not wearing that gear last year. Incredible. So this is new gear, with the crossed out. That's... And that's just very funny. Uh,
1: then uh, AJ and Almost, his Goliath, comes out. Uh, AJ Almost eats it on the stage. <laughs> uh, and
0: again, Almost doesn't even see it. Uh, no. <laughs> Which is what's always funny about
1: this. Almost p- pays tribute to DMX. Yes. Uh, part of AJ's screen doesn't work. Yep. Uh, and they make their way to the ring. Now, this is something I really want to point out because this is something that uh, I, I bet most people didn't realize. For this match, AJ and Almos are the heels, but they're in the babyface corner.
0: I did not know the,
1: that. The, the one that is far from hard cam mm-hmm. is always where the baby face is so you can see them reaching. Okay. To make the tags. And it's more dynamic. This whole match will be based off of the idea of getting almost into the match. Yeah. And they cut... the like, New Day teases AJ to make sure he starts it. And then they try to cut the ring in half. Because they're afraid of almost, despite what Wood said an hour ago. Uh, this whole match will be about when will the tag happen. Right. The tag then happens, and then the big man smashes. Uh... I don't have a lot of faith in Almost as a wrestler. He's very big, but I don't think he'll be throwing any Hurricane as soon.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's a spectacle to see a real big man do stuff, but that's really all you can say about this match.
0: Yeah. It, uh, almost AJ win.
1: Yes. And that we have new tag team titles. That makes AJ a Grand Slam champion. Oh, good for him. So that is going to bring us to Bubba b according to Shane McMahon, versus Shane McMahon. Yep. So, to show how smart he is, uh, Shane McMahon has Elias and Jackson Riker attack Braun with a steel chair beforehand. Yeah. Uh, It's not enough to stop Braun Strowman from being a gigantic monster in a steel cage.
0: Yeah, he just looks mildly inconvenienced.
1: And, uh, like, Shane looks like he's going to win... And then Braun beats him up a lot. And then there's more interference. And then the big like payoff to this is Shane is about to escape the cage and win. He foolishly waves bye-bye Braun to him. Braun grabs him, rips the cage apart, and brings him back in. Yeah. And then throws Shane McMahon off of the top of the cage. So Shane can do big bump and go, Wow. And Braun actually wins this.
0: Chain fall down, go boom.
1: Yes. Uh, Braun says he did this for everyone who's ever been called stupid. So thanks, Braun. (laughs) I appreciate this.
0: Yeah. Our next one is our celebrity match. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is uh, Miz and John Morrison versus Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Yes. So the WrestleMania entrance for the Miz and Morrison is a lot. Of bunnies,
1: a lot of bunnies,
0: except for bunnies. So a
1: bunch of bunnies come in hopping into the ring. It's very clear that they're. What keep... do
0: they need such good eyesight for anyway?
1: They're very creepy. Uh, they they're all keeping their paws by their like mouths because their heads are falling off.
0: Yeah, like their heads are not secured. One loses an ear.
1: A the couple lose their ears. And they're just hopping to the ring as Miz and Morrison sing their new hit single, Hey, Hey, Hop Hop. And it's unbelievable that these are all NXT guys. Like, eventually you'll be like, remember the bunnies that came out? That was Johnny Gargano.
0: I don't think that's Johnny Gargano.
1: I mean, like... There was a time...
0: It might be like Austin Theory. Yeah. But it's usually not the bigger NXT stars at this point. I
1: mean, remember when uh, Triple H made his way to the ring and he he was like with three goddesses and it was Char- uh, Charlotte, Sasha Banks, and Alexa Bliss?
0: Yes, but part of that was that he needed like... He picked the three most beautiful women... Uh, that he could find. Yeah. When it's like the druids or the bunnies or the uh, the rosebuds, it's usually not anyone that big because they're not going to be seen. Yes. Well, the, so being one of the goddesses in Triple H's entrance was probably a prestige position. Yeah. Because you were in a gorgeous costume with gorgeous makeup.
1: Mm-hmm. True. Uh, but it's just, you know someone of importance was a bunny. And that's that'll be a fun... ...thing that they bring up Someone
0: on who will form. be important in yeah. five years, yeah. Uh,
1: Damien Priest comes out. He's in all purple. He's in like a Shawn Michaels-like gear. Yeah. Uh, does not enter with Bad Bunny. Because Bad Bunny has his own entrance... ...where he's on top of a Mack truck. Uh, and they basically do the same thing that they did with the... ...almost match. Where they tease Bad Bunny until he starts. And... Uh, it becomes like, when are we going to get Damon Priest in there to like clean house? Yeah. But Bad Bunny can do everything. Yeah. Uh, he's like very, it's a great performance by him in, in the ring. You bring up the fact that <laughs> he had posted a selfie Showing yes. how jacked he was. He set a nude selfie where he, like, covered his junk using angles. Yeah. And then he came out in long pants and a sweatshirt. <laughs> Making him the true heel of WrestleMania. <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: But he posted this, like, this, like, obs- like, when I say obscene, I don't mean, like, in the actual. Ones. I mean, this was just a thirst trap. Mm-hmm. And he knew it. And it said, like, WrestleMania's today. And the fact that he wrote WrestleMania is today. Yeah, and then was like came out in like a sweatshirt and yeah.
1: sweatpants. Unbelievable.
0: Shows up in like what I do to, for Zumba. Like I was, I thought it was the funniest thing. Uh, but he's genuinely very good. Yeah,
1: he's hitting cross bodies. He's you know he's doing he's getting beaten up. Like he's taking some his lumps and stuff like that. But the moment of all moments is on the outside on the floor. He hits a Canadian destroyer on John Morrison, which is a flipping pile driver. And Michael Cole says, what was that maneuver? And ruined it for me. Because I was like, fuck you, Michael Cole. We are not going to pretend that Bad Bunny just invented the Canadian destroyer. I've met Petey Williams. He's the man who invented this. How dare you? Also,
0: I think it gives Bad Bunny more ethos that, like, that's a prestigious move that this novice wrestler can do.
1: Yeah, so if, like, if forever and always in the WWE that's called a Bunny Destroyer, I'm going to be furious.
0: I don't know. I feel like I would then want my finisher to be the Bunny Destroyer.
1: The Bunny Destroyer is a great name. But it's a Canadian destroyer. We know what that is. <laughs> like, mm, don't, don't do not do that. <laughs> yeah,
0: but Bad Bunny performs admirably. Like,
1: yes, a he does a great job. And he picks up the win in this.
0: Yes, and he deserves it.
1: Uh, interesting side note. Uh, originally, this was a one-on-one match between Miz and Bad Bunny. And then it became a tag team match. Between uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. This is because Damian Priest is hurt. Oh. So he was working hurt and they weren't sure he was going to be clear for this match. It's very interesting to be like, we are going into a match. Damian Priest is hurt. So celebrity Bad Bunny is going to have to do much, most of the heavy lifting in this match. And it worked.
0: There's a few celebrities over the years who have stepped up like that. Uh, Maria Menounos comes to mind, yeah. Stephen Amell.
1: Yes, Stephen Amell's
0: uh, Like, celebrities who take it super seriously and, like, put the work in. Like, Bad Bunny went on SNL with the 24-7 yeah. trailer on his waist. And that's, like, you get the idea that he's genuinely someone for whom this is a lifelong dream.
1: It it also it makes me curious that it was never pitched that it was just going to be Bad Bunny and Booker T as the team, because that's who his song is about. Campeón Booker T.
0: Bad Bunny versus Fountains of Wayne.
1: <laughs>
0: what isn't it Fountains of Wayne or Bowling for Soup that has the Alexa Bliss song?
1: Yes, they have the and uh, Mountain Goats have the Sasha Banks song. Yeah. Uh, well,
0: Mountain Goats have one for everybody. Mountain yeah, goats is a stable.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: WrestleMania 38, Mountain Goats. Make it happen. Uh,
0: I, I think friend of the podcast, Jeff Stormer, would start crying. I, yeah,
1: I'd start crying. Uh, so then we I believe it's main event time. Yeah. Is it finally main event? Oh no, I think we may have missed this, but but we'll go back to it. We have the 2020. Uh, Hall of Fame induction. Ceremony. Oh
0: yeah, I just ignored this because I was
1: annoyed by uh, it. And well, we get to see Bailey again? Which yeah. is nice because uh, the other hosts are busy being inducted. And uh, it, it doesn't matter who gets inducted. <laughs> like it was. Let's see if I can even remember. Uh, Titus O'Neil got the Warrior Award. William Shatner. Yeah, who wasn't there? Jushin Thunder Liger. Who was the Bellas? The Bellas. And uh, oh, there's someone. British bulldog. The British bulldog. Yes,
0: I I know this because they had his dog with them. Yes, and And
1: then the NWO and the NWO gets their own entrance because they're headlining. Yeah, and they make Hall Nash and X Pac come out first so they can all point so Hogan can have the extra special uh, entrance and he gets booed. Incredible.
0: The when we went to go. To uh, WrestleMania 29, the Hall of Fame was one of my favorite parts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, because I loved the part where a stagehand had to drag Bob Backlund off the stage.
1: Yes. That was, was great. He was busy screaming at us as we <laughs> screamed one more match at him. And a stagehand had to come up and be like, you're standing over the pyro. <laughs> you will die if you continue to stand here.
0: They pretty much dragged him off. Yes.
1: I love Bob Backlund.
0: It was an amazing... I love
1: he put me in the chicken wing and it was so warm. It was so, like, there was so much love in it. <laughs> and I then, like, Bob we went to
0: another show, and he just wandered in yes. to the Wells
1: Fargo Center. Dressed in gear. Yeah, like, like. Bob Backlund's here. Bob Backlund is the best. Hug him. Yeah, if you ever get to meet Bob Backlund, give uh, him a hug.
0: Yeah, he is. So much fun. So now we have the main event, and this is an incredible match. Yes. It is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It is Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. And before the match even really starts, there is a moment where both women look at each other in the ring. And the gravity of this moment hits them both. Mm -hmm. Like, this is the first time two women of color have main evented a WrestleMania. Like, this is only the second time women have Have main evented. And it's this really, really special moment. And Bianca Belair, I, I love her. She wears her emotions on her sleeve and she, not for the last time, cries.
1: Yes. Uh, I will say, bit of a bummer, she's wearing the exact same color as Damien Priest. Like, they're almost in matching outfits. I choose to believe she beat him up later. Yeah. Uh, This match is incredible. Yeah, Uh, it's
0: just, it's a good match.
1: She. Sasha Banks gets beaten up so badly by Bianca Belair in this and makes Bianca Belair look like such a star that I thought she was going to lose. Yeah. Because, like, she she picks Sasha Banks up over her head from the floor. Yeah. And then walks up the steps. Yeah, I'm watching the GIF of it
0: right now. And it's just like, yeet! Uh,
1: and then, like, she picks her up on a, with a suplex and starts bouncing her off the ropes. And Sasha just starts, like, fighting out of it. And Bianca just keeps her up there.
0: (laughs) Bianca Belair is so strong.
1: It's incredible.
0: Like, she's just an incredible athlete.
1: Like, I'm watching this in awe, and I was like, wow. Like, nothing can ruin this. Bianca Belair hits her finisher, the K.O.T. Yeah. One, two, three. And Michael Cole yells, no, Sasha kicked out. K-O-D!
0: No way! Pass down! No, no way! Drops a banks And a kick
1: out! A kick out by Sasha! No! Here, Here is that. her winner! Yeah. And she didn't.
0: <laughs> no. And, like, Bianca hair whips Banks so hard that, like, it looks like she's a laceration. Yes. Like, it is... It is a serious match.
1: If if you're not familiar, Bianca Belair has a braid that goes down to her knees. Yes. And they incorporate it through the entire match. Like, Sasha's doing submission holds with it. It's incredible. It
0: reminds me of Tangled. Yeah. Like, how Rapunzel can just, like, use her hair.
1: But, yeah, it's very Tangled-esque. Like,
0: like if Bianca's hair started to become, Mm. like... A magical creature on its own, like Rapunzel's, where it like could move itself. Well, there's I gotta, believe it.
1: There's got to be like leather in it because she whips her with it, and it's so loud, and like it does leave like a visible mark. It's crazy. This match is so good, uh, and that that's gonna do it for night one.
0: Bianca Belair wins. Everyone is happy. Uh, there's a great GIF of the after show where her husband Montez Ford comes in. And there's this great moment where he clearly scares the hell out of her. Because mm-hmm. she registers, ah, man in the ring, man in the ring, what? Oh, it's you. Oh, it's you. And it's just, it's very cute. Uh, that is night one. It ends on this amazing feel good moment. Bianca Belair has, in one year, climbed the mountain. Yeah. She's the Royal Rumble winner. She main evented her first WrestleMania and won. Yes. Like, this is a feel good, re- Cesaro one. This is a feel-good WrestleMania. Night two.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, two. Two quick things I want to bring up. One, did you notice that when she went to the ring, her graphic said that she was the EST of NXT? I did, because... She's been on the main roster for a year. Yeah, like... <laughs> because I
0: guess they never figured out... Whoops. <laughs> no, you know what? I bet her graphic changes this week. Yeah. And she becomes the EST of WWE. Yeah, I
1: guess that would make more sense.
0: So, like, I bet that's the thing. Uh,
1: the other thing I want to bring up, because I find, I find this interesting. The first ever WrestleMania that was outdoors was WrestleMania 9, which was in Las Vegas. Yes. The Saturday before, there was this huge dust storm that destroyed the set. Oh. And uh, I forget who it was. Maybe Pat Patterson said to Vince, like, what are we going to do if this happens tomorrow? And Vince said, it's not going to happen tomorrow because it can't. (laughs) And that has been true for Vince McMahon for every outdoor show. Like, it's been pretty bad the day before, and then it kind of, like, is fine. Yeah. Like, you remember how rainy it was Saturday in New York when we were up there?
0: I'm trying to remember.
1: I just remember like walking in the pouring rain when Ric Flair got out of a limousine when we were going to the hotel.
0: You're right. Yes.
1: And then Sunday it was fine. Yes. And this will continue to be true for Vince McMahon for night two, but he had to do a show on Saturday, which is always the day that weather doesn't agree with him.
0: Yeah, I mean, he tempted fate.
1: And he tempted fate. Uh, so night two, night two goes off without any hitches in terms of weather. Yeah. Everyone was kind of like, is it going to happen again? It doesn't. So we're not going to spend as much time on night two. We're just going to kind of give you a a quick recap and point out some things. But we got to point out a lot of things in this first match. Yes. The Fiend will be taking on Randy Orton. First off, they show the exact same package. Again.
0: Yeah, and I believe they also trot out... Titus O'Neill and Hulk Hogan this time in pirate costumes just as
1: pirates they have someone else sing America the Beautiful yes Uh, but they cut to footage from the night before of everyone standing on the ramp yes which is really weird (laughs) no some of them didn't come back the next day yeah Uh, we're gonna have Randy Orton versus the Fiend Uh, the the story behind this is Randy Orton burned the Fiend to a crisp
0: yes and he had other gear he had like burn. Yes. trogdor the burninated gear
1: so after killing the fiend burning him to a crisp they're gonna settle this by trying to pin each other's shoulders to the mat for <laughs> three <Yes>. seconds like <laughs> one of the normal ass wrestling matches
0: yeah which is very strange considering that like the fiend has been making uh, Randy Orton cough up black bile for yes or vomit up black bile for months months
1: Months Because
0: The Fiend's been largely absent. He was largely absent from, like, TLC to the last pay-per-view.
1: Yeah, he comes back at Fastlane. Uh, So he was gone for about three months. Yeah.
0: And Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton were kind
1: of carrying this program. Mm -hmm. So Orton comes to the ring. He's wearing white for the first time. He has now completely shaved his head. And he doesn't look excited to be there. He's just kind of trotting out. He looks like a giant baby. He kind of does. He's looking a little pudge. I'm sorry, Randy. But you are. And, like, he doesn't look like he's excited to fight. Or or that he's scared to fight. He's just kind of like, another day. Another day at the office. I got a meeting. Probably throw up black goo later. Uh, The Fiend is then shown walking through... The magical tunnel from the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah, the weekend. Yeah. Like, that weekend meme. I mean, it's in the same place. Yeah. (laughs) It might be the same spot.
0: And the weekend did the theme song for WrestleMania. So, this is the weekend extended universe.
1: Yeah. Uh, He magically unburns the fiend. Uh, Then Alexa comes to the ring. And a giant jack-in-the-box has appeared.
0: Yeah, and she comes out in full, like... uh, full demented TV host gear.
1: Yes. Uh, she plays the Jack in the Box and the Fiend rises out of it.
0: Yeah, which works.
1: They then wrestle for four minutes before Randy throws him into the box for a moment, which was like, okay. Uh, Bray Wyatt does a bunch of Brody Lee stuff, which is very nice. Yes. Uh, And then he's about to win when all of a sudden Alexa raises out of the jack in the box. Black goo pours all over her face. She looks like the girl from Hellblade. Yes. (laughs) This distracts her friend, the Fiend. Yes. Long enough that... He eats an RKO and loses.
0: Yeah, because her tiara is clearly like gimmick to gush the
1: blood. Because you look,
0: it's only in certain places where the tiara is. Yes.
1: So after all of this, the fiend just loses to Randy Orton, who just leaves. He's like, I'm done. i are going to go get paid. I did my wrestling match. And then the lights go out and they both disappear. And the crowd erupts in booze. What the hell was this? Like, I understand, like, he's mysterious. So, like, there's going to be mystery to him. But they didn't even give us enough to speculate on. Yeah, he's just gone. Like, I kind of thought the lights were going to go out and it was going to come up and the fiend mask was going to be gone. Yeah. And he was just going to be standing in the ring. It's like Bray Wyatt is all that is left. Alexa Bliss is the fiend now. Yeah. That would have been cool. Like, this needed to end with an exclamation point, not an ellipsis.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This needed something. This needed to have something that would at least bring up a real question. Mm-hmm. Of, like, maybe Bray lying motionless in the ring, but, like, in his Husky Harris gimmick. Or in his Bray Wyatt, like, original Swamp Wizard mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, gimmick. Instead, it's just, he's gone. Okay. Like,
1: this could easily just be the last time we see him, and it'd be fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there,
1: was a, there was a point in time where I thought Orton was going to become the Fiend, yeah. and I was all about it. <laughs> but no, like, it, this is just over.
0: And I don't know what they're going to do with a Fiend Alexa. Yeah, I mean... Unless they're going to move this storyline into the women's division... Which would be fun. Which would be fun, but I somehow don't see them doing it.
1: Like, if we have, like, super-duper fiend uh, Alexa versus, like, Asuka, <laughs> that will be fun.
0: Uh, Asuka's exasperation
1: at this would be great. <gasps> uh, next up, we got Nia Jax and Tamina. I'm sorry, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defending their tag titles against Tamina and Natalia. The only thing that I have to say about this are Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler hurt people again. Yeah. Uh, and Were there injuries? Yes. Uh, Tamina got kicked in the face. Uh, again. Like, this is the second person that Shayna Baszler just kicked in the face because she did it to Asuka. Uh, and there's a moment where Nia is supposed to hit a splash from the second rope. And Tamina and Natalia look at her and literally are like, go. Go. Jump. We're, we look stupid here. And then she finally jumps. This match is bad. Uh, <gasps> Nia and Shayna retain. Yeah. Which if they were going to do that, why not pick a popular team to win? So at least we had someone to cheer for. If yeah. it wasn't going to affect anything going forward. Or, or pick a team that like... I I feel like this would have been a
0: really good spot for Billy Kay and Carmella. Yeah. Of like, oh, they would legitimately feel like a Cinderella story.
1: Yeah. And you could write it off as like, wow, they showed potential, but they're not a team yet. Mm Mm-hmm. And then bring it back later. I kind of agree with your theory that this might have been someone's last match.
0: Yeah. This almost felt like they wanted to give Natalia and Tamina that last WrestleMania match. Mm Mm-hmm because Tamina has been on the roster forever. Yeah. But's never really had like there's never been like a Tamina moment.
1: Yeah. So her getting she did a superfly splash at one point. And, and like it, it, there was a point in the uh, the gauntlet thing where Natty was about to do the sharpshooter and went no, Tamina hit your splash. Yeah, so it did seem to be spotlight lighting Tamina. So I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if maybe this was secretly someone's last match. Yeah, but that's is- just speculation. We're not watching Raw. We're recording this.
0: Yeah, uh, nothing to my knowledge, nothing huge has happened on Raw yet. Yeah, because uh, I I have
1: Twitter up in the event.
0: Yeah, if anything really cool happened, our next match is. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. And I was really excited for this match.
1: Yeah, this is great. Because I love KO.
0: I love Sami.
1: And you love Logan Paul, right?
0: I love KO. (laughs) I love Sami. Uh,
1: And when this match was announced, they said that uh, Logan Paul is going to be Sami Zayn's special guest. And I was like, oh, Zayn's going to lose... Logan Paul is going to get into the ring and maybe like celebrate with KO and KO is going to stun him. And that's exactly what happened. The match beforehand is great. There's a lot of callbacks to their previous matches. Like they do the exact spot from their battleground match, which is awesome. This is a really, really good match. And Logan Paul is there.
0: Yeah. Like Logan Paul, this is not a bad bunny situation. Logan Paul adds nothing.
1: Yeah. Like we we wanted to see him get beat up. And he does,
0: yeah. Like he gets uh, he gets stunned by chaos.
1: Yes. Uh, our next match is Riddle versus Sheamus uh, for the U.S. title. Uh, I should mention that earlier there is a little vignette backstage where Ugh. Riddle is talking to the Great Khali. Yes. And he says something to the Great Khali along the lines of, "You got these big hands. It's as big as my face. I bet you have troubles buying gloves. You should open a store for giants." And then there's like a 15 second pause. Oh, yeah. Oh. And Riddle kind of looks around and goes, do you agree? No. And then RVD shows up. Late. Late. And he's like, oh, I'll translate. And then, I don't know, some stuff happens. Everything's kind of getting lost. And RVD gives them rolling papers. His own personal branded (laughs) rolling papers. Fine. Whatever. Uh. Riddle then faces Sheamus in yet another really good match. Yeah. Like, this match has some really good stuff in it. Uh, Back and forth, Riddle's a superstar. Uh, Sheamus looks tough as nails. Uh, The ending of this match, Riddle is upside down doing uh, (laughs) a moonsault. And Sheamus kicks his head off with a bro kick while he's upside down. And legit busts him open.
0: Yeah, like, Riddle is spitting blood.
1: Yeah, he pins him one, two, three, and then just blood shoots out of his mouth.
0: It is rough looking. It
1: looks awesome, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, it looks brutal.
1: We should also mention that when Riddle comes to the ring and kicks his shoes off, doves fly out
0: now. Oh, that is what it looks like when doves cry. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Love it. Uh there's some angry that dogs. That is what it sounds like when dogs bark. Yeah, there's some angry dogs at the dog
0: park. They're really big Matt Riddle fans, and they're very yeah, upset very about Sheamus' win.
1: Uh, this this was great, but I want to point out that other than KO, all bad guy wins. Yeah. Uh, intercontinental title Big E versus Apollo Crews in a Nigerian drum fight. There are yes. drums at ringside. They will play no part in the finish.
0: Yeah, they, like, didn't seem to understand what... Like, well, M- like, WWE did not seem to know what this stipulation
1: meant. They didn't. The idea was that, like, the beating I will give you will sound like a drum. And they do start with kendo sticks where they just, like, hit each other. This is a really good, like, brutal match that would have been fine if they just called it a hardcore match. Yeah. Instead of bringing out a gong...
0: Yeah, like they WWE has this habit with um particularly black male wrestlers of they only have like two or three stock gimmicks. Yeah. It's I like partying. Um I am a thug or I am, you know, connected to Africa in some way. Yeah. I, I appreciate that they at least picked a country this time. Yeah. Instead of the usual, like, Pan-African hodgepodge. Yes. But this this very much feels like they put Apollo Crews into this weird box.
1: Yeah. It, it's very odd. The end of this match, Baba Kato returns and helps... uh Apollo defeat Big E and everyone yells, who is this
0: man? I was going to say, who is this for...
1: Uh, Baba Kato was like the breakout star of Raw Underground. But like, he had been on TV for a year and now everyone forgot who he was. Hate this. Also, I kind of think it would have made more sense to have Baba Kato fight Braun Strowman because technically what happened... Bob Bakeda was the best at Raw Underground. Braun Strowman showed up and beat him. And then Raw Underground ended. Yeah. So, like, man, what a great story you could have told there. But Raw Underground
0: never happened.
1: But apparently Raw Underground didn't happen. Grump, grump, grump. grump.
0: Bitter forever.
1: Another bad guy win. At this point, I'm realizing, like, oh, my God, they're filling us with all this sadness so that when Brian or Edge wins... It'll be the ch- just this ginormous pop. Yeah. I'll, I'm excited.
0: So we next we have the Raw Women's cha- Championship, and it is the champion Asuka versus the challenger Rhea Ripley. Yes. Uh, I did not realize Rhea Ripley was the heel in this match until you told me. Yeah,
1: she, she attacked Asuka during when they were trying to win the tag team titles, so that's what made her the heel. But I love Rhea Ripley.
0: But I liked both of them, so I yeah. was, to me like I kind of thought this was just a face versus face match mm-hmm. but just two very unconventional faces.
1: And and this match was awesome.
0: Yeah, I I love both of these women. I love Asuka. Yeah.
1: DDTs from the apron to the floor like
0: and Re- these
1: two put on a show.
0: Rhea gets uh she gets played to the ring.
1: Yes. Which
0: is always a nice touch. And uh it's kind of this like reverse of Bianca Belair. Yes. Uh, it's another young woman from NXT coming in and getting the gold.
1: Yes. A lot of people are comparing this to, I believe, WrestleMania 17? hmm WrestleMania 17, uh, the two male titles were won by Batista and Cena in their first big like WrestleMania pushes. And it was like a passing of the torch. And they were the last two in the Royal Rumble. Uh, Ray Bian- Ripley
0: and Bianca Belair were the last were the two. Last in the last two in the Royal
1: Rumble. Royal Rumble went on to both win the uh, their brand's uh, major title. So this is nice. This is just, ooh, I, I got all happy chills from it. This this is a great match.
0: Yeah, and like, it it's not it's not quite as good as Bianca and Sasha, but it's still great.
1: It's still great.
0: And. It's still, there, there's a little bit less emotion because it's less historic. Yeah. Uh, but you're still really happy for Rhea Ripley when she yeah. wins.
1: She's 23. Like. Like, she's going to, like, not only is she great, but she's going to be around for a bit. So her legacy is going to be amazing.
0: And, and I love Asuka. And I'm kind of hoping, like, because when Asuka won the title, Asuka won, got the title in a really sweet way. Because she won Money in the Bank. And then found out that she hadn't won Money in the Bank; she'd won the title. Yeah, uh, because Becky Lynch vacated the title to uh, go on maternity leave. Yes, and so it was this very nice moment, and like that was one of my favorite wrestling moments last year. Yeah, was Oscar's reaction to that. Yeah, Oscar has this genuine thrilled reaction. Like you could never have sold Oscar as a heel that night. Yeah, because she was not. so happy. Yeah, um, so it, it. I loved. In the two women singles matches, I loved all four women. Mm-hmm. It didn't really matter face or heel. So, like, you were like, no, Ray is the heel. And I was like, oh, I don't watch Raw and SmackDown very often. I yeah. really only watch the pay-per-views. I like all those people, so I'm happy.
1: Yeah. I was happy, too. But now we're at the point where the only babyface win is Kevin Owens, so it was like, oh, we need this big moment here as we go into our main event. It's Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan versus Edge.
0: And in this, Roman Reigns is the heel. Yes. Daniel Bryan is the baby face. And Edge is kind
1: of a tweener. Yeah. It, I can't believe they screwed this story up. They actually did screw it up. I thought for so long, I was like, oh, this story writes itself. It's awesome. Edge comes back from a neck injury and is trying to win back the title he never lost. The title that he had to forfeit. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan comes in and is like, mm, I actually want that title. And then you have Edge be like, I was injured and I never thought I was going to come back. How dare you? Yeah, me too. Exactly.
0: And then Roman Reigns looks over and goes, really? Cancer? Yes! Like, you have the three of them all feeling like they have something to prove. Yeah. Like they said I couldn't come back and there is nothing I cannot come back from.
1: There's actually a moment where Edge says, I understand what you're doing. I just don't like how you're doing it. And Brian doesn't then say, Edge, your nickname is the ultimate opportunist. Yeah. I'm not doing anything you wouldn't do. It's such an easy story. And they don't do any of that.
0: No. (laughs) Uh,
1: We have this amazing triple threat match. Yeah. Where, like... So many false finishes, we don't know which way it's gonna go. Uh I think my favorite moment is Edge grabs a chair and play, plays like Tug of War with uh Roman and the chair rips in half. And I was like, oh, that's wow. that's weird. Edge then uses that piece of chair, sticks it in Roman's mouth, and puts him in a cross face. And it looks like Edge is going or uh Edge is gonna tap out Roman. And Brian just gets in the ring and casually puts the yes lock on Roman as well. Yeah. So he, like, he can't tap. And Edge just looks at him and goes, let go. And Brian goes, no. And then they start headbutting <laughs> each other. Because they're using their arms to put him into these, these submission alts. Amazing. Yeah, it it kind
0: of becomes hilarious in a weird
1: way. They tell this great story where, on a few occasions, Edge is about to win, and Daniel Bryan just kind of ruins it. Yeah. And then Roman just kills them both and pins them both at the same time. Yeah. Uh, Which, usually with a triple threat match, whoever gets pinned gets written off the storyline, and then you build towards the the one-on-one match. Yeah. But... Roman killed them both. Like, there's no reason why you think Edge should be number one contender. There's no reason why you think Brian could be the number one contender. There's a small part that hopes since when uh, <laughs> Roman pinned them both, Brian was technically on top of Edge, that Brian's going to come out and be like, I won. Yeah. Which I would love. I would love that out of Daniel Bryan. Uh, but Roman who actually got booed and was yeah. supposed to, which I was worried about. Yes. Wins at WrestleMania. There, it's a heel-heavy night when they finally have fans back. And I kind of love it. Yeah? I kind of love that they actually did that. Because now, forever and always, nothing is guaranteed at WrestleMania. Because for the longest time, WrestleMania was like this fun, feel-good time. And you can bet that, like you were mostly going to get happy outcomes. Yeah. It's like now nothing nothing is sacred anymore. Super fun. Uh, I really love this match. Um, Skelly Man comes back for a moment.
0: Yep, Skelly Man. And
1: then fireworks go off. And that's the end of the show. Yep. Uh, So sorry that this podcast for 45 minutes... Deeply analyzed the first thirty minutes of WrestleMania, and then flew through the rest of it. But that's what we wanted to talk about here.
0: Yeah, and honestly, night two, it it's not fun if it goes smoothly.
1: Exactly. Like
0: this, we're not a wrestle review podcast, mm-hmm. so we didn't want to talk about the parts where it was, uh, you know, right.
1: Yeah, I think my biggest concern, because it's something that I noticed throughout the night. Is the show starts and everybody's in masks at ringside. Yeah. And then as the show goes on, they all start to disappear. Yeah. It's going to be really bad if this ends up being a super spreader event.
0: And it'll be almost impossible to tell. Because those weren't all people who lived in Tampa. People Mm -hmm. travel from everywhere.
1: Right. And like, there were times where I was watching this where, like, during night one, I was completely wrapped up. That I was like, I forgot there was a pandemic, which was nice to feel for a bit. Yeah. Until I had the moment where I was like, Hey, where's Tom Phillips? Tom Phillips is like my favorite commentator. I, I like Tom seen Phillips. Him. And I was like, Where is he? And then I googled it. Oh, he's at home with COVID.
0: Oh.
1: Or or co- due to COVID protocols is how they're phrasing it. Yeah. So it might just be a scare, but like after that, I was like, Oh. Right COVID Yeah And it's It sucks that If this turned out To be a really bad idea And like a lot of people Get sick from it We're not gonna know For a week
0: Yeah that's uh, That's no good
1: Yeah so like As much as I love this show Like The clock starts now And it's like Oh I hate that That's in the back of my mind uh, but I would say overall, stay tuned. I really enjoyed this one. This is a really good, fun WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it should always be two nights from now on and forever.
0: I and do I not. And I think
1: the first night should always be destroyed by the weather.
0: Uh, I don't think it should be no? two nights. Uh, no, because if it's two nights, it will be severely detrimental to the indie community that like kind of needs that Saturday night to run shows. True. So I would much rather WrestleMania stay one night and then all of those indie shows can run Saturday night. Yeah, I like those. Because
1: I know my man Tony Deppen had a show Saturday night at midnight.
0: Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, we knew a lot of people who were booked on the adjacent House. shows. Yeah, um, and we've been to some of the adjacent shows.
1: Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> you were
0: you you were part of at least one adjacent. Show. I was.
1: I was part of an adjacent show. It was uh, it was a good time. It's madness, and it's it's weird that, like, the people, like, will just walk by. It's just like, oh, there's PCO. Oh, oh, okay. Like,
0: yeah, we stayed there's the Vampiro. Re- yeah, we stayed in the WrestleCon Hotel last year, and that was a wild yes,
1: experience. We shared an elevator with David Arquette. Like, yeah, it, those, fun, those shows are really something. And maybe next year I'll actually get to do them again.
0: Yeah, I guess uh, we're going to Texas. yeah. What's yeah. That? There's not like a Disneyland in Texas. So. <laughs> you might get me to go to the Hollywood one. Yeah. the Disneyland is Anaheim.
1: That's true. That's true. All right. Plans are being made. <laughs> uh, do you want to give this a verdict, Love?
0: Uh, I would call it a stay tuned. A what? Stay tuned.
1: Tuned. Okay.
0: Uh, I enjoyed this mania. I, I think there will be problems with COVID, I think anything with fans is going to have those kinds of problems unless they are strict on a level they clearly were not interested in being strict. We can just hope a lot of those people were vaccinated. Yes. So maybe, hopefully they were all vaccinated and hopefully it was safe.
1: Yes. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, we do need to put out a poll for what we will be watching next for our patrons. Yes. Editor Noah here to add in what we will have on this week's poll. First, from Crypt Matthew, we have Scared Famous, a spooky, scary, creepy reality show competition with famous individuals. Famous, in air quotes, as the only person I recognized is from I Love New York. But thank you to Matthew for that suggestion. We also have Armed and Famous. This is where several celebrities are trained to become cops, including Jack Osborne and WWE Hall of Famer, Trish Stratus. We also have a bit of a strange one. Uh, Britney Spears has been in the news as of late as her documentary came out, and she actually shot her own reality show along with her husband at the time called Britney and Kevin Chaotic, which aired on UPN. So if you'd like us to dive into Britney Spears' life, pick that one. And finally, we go back the wonderful land of VH1 for America's Most Smartest Model, a modeling show where they test the looks and brains of various models. So those are your choices. You have Scared Famous, Armed and Famous, Britney and Kevin Chaotic, and America's Most Smartest Model. Vote on our Twitter poll, which will be live now, and our top two choices will then go to our patrons, who will decide what we'll be doing on Stay Doomed. Yeah, so make sure you vote on that right now on our Twitter. <laughs> Where can people... Oh, thank you to Matthew for being a patron, as always, and you can join the Patreon right now for as low as $5. Talk to us on our Patreon uh, Discord, and also vote on what we do here on the show. Where can people find us, Laura?
0: you can email us at the show at gmail.com or on Facebook and Twitter at staydoomed.
1: And if you don't dare be sour and you clap for your 11-time tag team champions, I'm at plus two comedy.
0: If you're just really, really happy for all the female wrestlers, I'm at Sprocket League. Until next time, stay doomed. Stay, yeah, stay doomed.